Okay, let's try and be serious. <laughs> Guys, seriously, what's up? It's the sisters you've never had. And that friend who just gets it. It's Kylie. It's Lauren. And you are listening to Be You Sis. Let's laugh, let's get motivated, and most importantly, let's get inspired. We're here for free life advice every Wednesday. I repeat, every single Wednesday. Let's, let's do, do it. it. <laughs> Hello, hello, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to another episode of Be You, Sis. As always, it's Kylie. It's Lauren. And to all of our new listeners, we welcome you. Get ready for the ride. We like to think that we're like your two best friends. Yes, virtually. But but maybe we're a little more insightful, a little more of an educational conversation. Which is like the perfect combination. (laughs) It's the perfect combination. Exactly. (laughs) Like, because you always want to have that conversation, but like that deep combo that you actually get something out of that like fills your heart with joy. Like, like, that's the shit that we need to you know surround ourselves with more often we need to make sure we're having those conversations um weekly maybe even daily Daily, you know what I mean um so if you just don't have that that type of click that's fine we'll be your click we got you you. (laughs) Um, to all of our loyal listeners you know how we feel about you guys your support your love um we get messages from you guys daily and it's really beautiful and it makes Mm -hmm. us even so much more excited um with the ideas that we have to just like keep growing this community oh my god yeah it just makes us want to keep going yeah exactly so y'all are the best never ever change make sure you guys give us a little rate review subscribe on spotify mm-hmm. apple Podcasts, anywhere you can listen to a podcast, podcast. and <laughs> if you want to follow us on instagram give us a follow at bu sis podcast we also just got a little bu sis podcast tiktok yeah we did <laughs> give us a follow we're having lots of fun with we're it. having so much with lauren <laughs> when she's like editing it yeah. it's like so stressful so sometimes stressful. i'm like yeah you can be the tiktok yeah manager. i'm like how do people we'll make this look shit look so easy i know <laughs> She's like, I have more respect now for like Addison Ray type shit, yeah. even though she, she doesn't do her shit yeah, anymore. Yeah, she does nothing, but I <laughs> still have a newfound respect for them. Yeah, no, for sure. It is a lot, especially on your phone. It's just touching. It's like, you don't yeah. want to just like be sitting on your phone doing these no. things, but I don't know. I just think it's important. Like if you're trying to make a difference, especially online to just like utilize all the social media apps that we have as oh, yeah. long as it's healthy, good, nourishing information. Totally. Um, and if you're craving community, you know, you're craving to be in a place, a space, whatever you want to call it with some like-minded females, well then you should definitely add yourself to our secret Facebook mm-hmm. group. Um, it's a little different. It's BU Sis Zoom Gals. So we actually meet virtually via Zoom twice a month. Um, yeah. But you can join it just to kind of like be, you know, just, I don't know, just discuss some stuff yeah, like on place. Facebook, safe place, advice. Um, it goes from everything to what chemical exfoliator should I get to um I just had a great talk with my therapist yeah (laughs) so true so we're gonna put that in the show notes um as always and just add yourself to that if that's something that you're interested in you know if you're not into that you just like to send texts and you don't want anyone to know who the hell you are well yes we have an anonymous text um number two so you you can't be like I don't know we have everything for all of you so you can't hide bitch (laughs) no the number that you can text is 857-437-188 
1871. Um, you can literally text us with whatever, like any type of advice. Um, send us a message. And just so you know, our beanies have officially sold out. We kept like getting, we're not, everyone, I people know, kept we asking keep us, up like, oh, with we you need guys. more, we need more. And then it got to a point where I'm like, I have to tell them, no, like we, we can't keep like ordering. Like, like it was just, one at it, a time yeah. is and then a we lot. had to, it was just, yeah, it did get to be too much. Um, but now we're excited for, we'll definitely have more merch come out with some in. new merch. Haven't really thought about it yet. Um, but working on it. Definitely. will be in the works. Yes. Some time soon. Okay guys, let's get into it. Lauren, how are we doing? It. Like, how you feeling? One through ten. Like, what's going on? I'm feeling good. I'm <laughs> good. Not, honestly, today I'm getting ready I'm for date night. She has yes. some makeup on. I feel She's like a, a girl right hair. now. I'm yeah. ready to go. Um, yeah, no, I've been good. Same old shit. We're finally out of like quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did want to talk to you guys about something. Just something that I've been kind of incorporating into like my daily routine. Yeah, to like try some weekly advice or something. Yeah. yeah. So my weekly advice for you is drum roll, please. No. So I've just noticed I'm a person who like I get very overwhelmed easily with like things that I have to do, even if it's like the smallest things. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to look at things like not in the sense where it's like, okay, this is all the stuff I have to do this week. Like I've been looking at it more like day by day and kind of like um, narrowing it down to just like three simple things a day that I need to do. Mm -hmm. So the other day I finally, I got a journal, I got a planner because I feel like that's something I need because I am someone who like, I have all these things, like I know what I have to do and I just get so overwhelmed and end up not doing it. it. So just like narrowing it down, writing it down. Mm -hmm. This is what I have to do for the day. Even if it's two things and just checking it off and like feeling good too. Like I've accomplished something, you know what I mean? Right. It's like, okay, today I got this done. Tomorrow's a new day. Mm -hmm. And I'll have different tasks. Yeah. And that's just been like helping me a lot lately, yeah. even though it sounds simple. No, um, yeah, that's like organizing. No, totally. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, she went to TJ Maxx yesterday and she got a little planner yes, and a I journal. Did. I'm excited. And it's little things like that yeah. that like you really just need to like first of all be happy about, but also totally. like be proud of yourself. And yeah. it's funny because Lauren is like this this is honestly one of the fucking craziest things about Lauren. So <laughs> She's one of those people that like she'll be like forget something or not know where something is. And you would have thought like someone literally just chopped her leg off yeah. or like someone cuts her off in traffic. And you would have thought like someone literally just killed her family. Yes. But then she burns her hand off last night and she's just like doesn't say anything about it. Like it's, it's so, so funny. I have always been like that too. Like the shit I get crazy about my mom it's and Kylie insane. they're like why are you getting so crazy about this but like other things you should get crazy about yeah, you don't. Yeah dude. It's I'm bizarre. like what? Tell, like tell them quickly about Yeah so I got a new um, espresso machine from Kylie for my birthday fucking awesome so pumped to use it no, it's, it's like not awesome it's not well working. i was awesome i was so excited to use it that it was like seven at night and i'm like i'm just gonna make a quick coffee and you know so it was like not working so i like went to take the top off where the like you pour water in all of a sudden i take the top off boom it sounded like a gunshot in our apartment yeah the thing blew up boiling hot water legit shot all over my face my whole hand like Kylie was like oh my god I just was thought I was gonna look up and your face was just gonna be like melted off I thought she like, was electrocuted it was horrifying it was horrifying but to witness I'm just like yeah uh, whatever I was like, did that just scare you Lauren you were like she was like Kylie I 
just thought I, I literally like, just thought my life was it was like done. over was like I blacked out I think because <laughs> I was like oh my Kylie screamed on the top of I her lungs because I really did think she got, ele- got electrocuted it was but literally wild. and her hand is burnt off and she's just like oh this really hurts I'm like dude <laughs> what the hell is wrong I with know. you whereas we are the opposite such opposite we are when the it comes opposite to that. I'm I give myself credit in the sense where I'm very calm when it comes yeah. to like those little daily annoyances Ugh, but I'm, with the I'm real not. like with the things like more dramatic I am so so dramatic mm-hmm. it's, it's sickening um, yeah so it's actually funny more that opposite. The opposite. Yeah. so my <laughs> weekly advice huh let's see I would say just the importance of making sure you're working towards kind of like changing your perspective and your mm. mindset yeah, um, that's and you're kind of learning to practice compassion mm-hmm. and it's hard for me to like say that as advice because it's just like I know how much work goes into that and that's really almost like not the end of the journey, but that's like yeah. really like late in the journey totally. to, to start doing. Like if you're at that point, you're doing pretty yeah, well. Yeah, if you're at that point, you're doing good. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're not at that point, I guess my advice would be to just really work on getting to that point. Yeah. Um, and I think something that's really helped me, I feel like I always like give like the same kind of like practices and advice, but it really just comes down to, to the similar things with mm-hmm. everything. You know what I mean? Um, when I think about changing my perspective, practicing compassion, um, it's re- what has really helped me is rewiring my mindset mm-hmm. and how I was yeah. able to do that is one, learning to let go of my past, two, not having so much control because when I can let go of my past, I don't need that control I kind of shift that fear-based mindset right. mm-hmm. and now I'm able to look at it in a completely different perspective and I will tell you right now oh, learning to not everything. freak out and need control over things and the people that I have no control over has been such a beautiful journey oh my god me. it's life-changing yeah it's completely it life-changing day to day every single day it, it really changes does everything it changes like everything that goes in hand in hand with so many different things yeah mood. totally like, it's such a good because it's essentially how you're reacting to something yeah. like you can use that perspective in a relationship you can use that perspective at work it really just helps you come back to your place and just not like we were just talking on actually just not get and it's a little different but just not get so crazy over the little things things. or the things that you literally have no control control over and with that it also comes a lot of self-love and self-worth because you're not you know really like honing in on what how other people yes, are treating you totally. that self-love is mm-hmm. coming from yourself because you know that like what other people are doing and saying has really right. nothing to do with yeah. you it's like unless you're being an asshole obviously yeah, exactly you know what I mean mm-hmm. um so that would my advice would be to just like learn how to change that perspective how to change that mindset like do your research reach mm-hmm. out to people that have done it reach out to me um and just really try to make that a priority because I'm in that journey right now and it's it's really really beautiful and it's yeah. helped me in so many different ways I love that so much so let's get into today's episode shall we we, shall. we haven't had a guest in so freaking I know. long I'm so it seems like it's been forever right? honestly it was to the point where like Lauren and I were just doing so many different things um it was funny because I was like dude we need a guest we haven't had one in a while and I was looking for people but people were either not answering me back or then I didn't really find anyone and then there was like a week straight where like five different people responded a couple people actually reached out to us to be on our podcast people reached out to us for us to be on their podcast Mm -hmm. and then the people that I reached out to had all gone back to me and I'm like that life is so freaking weird I was just gonna say (laughs) that's why you can't really just you cannot it's so goddamn temporary when it's meant to Um, be it will be (laughs) exactly and that's kind of where we've been living like in the 
flow and mm-hmm. it didn't feel like aligned or like meant to be with right. some other things we're like oh let's just do our own thing yeah. for a while and it worked. but we found some beautiful beautiful people and one of them um is today's episode yep. <laughs> and this episode it was so hailing yes. hailing is a really good word for it, it for it it's so soulful mm-hmm. like you know i think all of our um episodes are super insightful and educational and make yeah. you think um but this was one of those that you know makes you think without like hurting your brain in like a easy in a like really, beautiful yeah. kind of like chill way yeah totally I mean? like the work that we're talking about is not it's simple no, but, but how we spoke about it yeah. and how the conversation went um it's it it was simple to the ears. Yeah, <laughs> no, totally. Yeah. It was, it was nice to listen to. Yeah, to, like refreshing. I mean? Totally yeah. refreshing. And really just makes you want to learn how to connect with yourself, with yourself. and yeah. learn to find that peace mm-hmm. and, and, and heal, essentially. Totally. So we chatted with Energy Healer and founder of the online community Lots of Love Club, Rosemary Lyron. So she's based out of um, Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. She started Lots of Love Club back in 2019, um, a little bit before COVID happened, actually. Um, so the intention was to hold a safe place for people to be vulnerable and expressive. Um, the intention, the first reason behind it, was actually because she wanted to envision a world where people weren't so resentment mm-hmm. towards their, or resentful. resentful towards their exes but then of course just like anything it of course you know um, blossomed into something even bigger and now it's a space to heal essentially yeah totally yeah so her mission behind lots of love club as of right now um is like kylie just said a safe place for wholeheartedly healing cycles of the past to create stronger and healthier relationships so that we can live in a world where all of our relationships are balanced empowering and peaceful Yes, I love that. She truly believes that we can heal cycles of our past by creating and manifesting those balanced relationships. And like we always say, you know, the quality of your life really is the quality of your Mm -hmm. relationships. And it's funny because we definitely get into relationships and and personal things that she um, went through too. But we didn't get like too, too deep we, into we like, that. You have to like surface here. Yeah, feel like surface of level of that, I feel like. Because it's hard to like, because I think everyone's relationships are different. You know what I mean? And sometimes I'm, it's almost like, unless you're like working one-on-one with someone to right. heal those relationships, how much are you really getting out of, you know, listening to someone go into depth about, you know, their own personal like situation right. with a relationship. You know, you need to find that willpower within to, yourself mm-hmm. to either leave a relationship or to create boundaries yes. or whatever it may be. And that was um, like her biggest thing yes. about anything. Like even like her clients, like she, it's such like a, a two-way thing. Like the person that yes. she's working with, like she, they have to be open to like wanting to better themselves mm-hmm. or like and she's like if not then that's fine yeah like you, you just have to be open and it just makes it so much easier you yes know? totally I love that mm-hmm. and we talked a lot about that because we talked about like just living in alignment um on social media like when you're building a business like not right. forcing sales not yeah. forcing connection mm-hmm. if it's right and feels like like it's in the flow th- then that's amazing right. but if not it's like is it really coming from mm-hmm. a place of love and yeah. I feel like the uniqueness um to her story because I think everyone you know whether people can relate to a story or not, obviously everyone's not each other. Everyone's right. their own person. So there's always a unique twist to a personal story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the uniqueness to her story is that she truly believes, like we just said, we are all reflections of each other. Mm-hmm. You know, the law of attraction, whatever right. you kind of, however you want to look yeah. at it. You so give if, good energy. Yeah, exactly. Energy. That's what she said. If you put out good energy, you're going to, you know, receive that good energy. So she doesn't force sales anymore. She doesn't mm-hmm. force her community. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's right and it's meant to be, then 
amazing and, I and if it that. isn't and feels off and not from a place of love she can accept that it is right totally and not to cut you off but I no, love that because I do feel like even if it's like not a spiritual thing like I feel like I see so many businesses online like trying to like shove it down your throat totally. like do you know what I mean yeah. like messaging people and it's like you don't yeah. even know like no, yeah you, well, it's not genuine you know it's what I mean genuine. like if they want it's it like they will come to love. you exactly. you can't just like be forcing that stuff totally. on someone 24 7 1000 percent. and I think it's important and we talk about this too is like you know obviously you you're you're being of service you're helping people but at the end of the day like you need to make a profit off of that too right and you need to make money off of that too so like finding that balance to do what feels aligned mm-hmm. to like your highest self or your true self right um and not like lo- losing that and being disingenuous mm-hmm. um but also remembering at the end of the day like you do need to reach out to those people and just totally. people that you think would maybe benefit well, from right. it and if they don't that's then, fine let's move on and exactly. if they do that's super beautiful mm-hmm. um so this episode as you can tell we're very <laughs> we're very really passionate excited. about we're super excited we can't wait for you guys to listen um you know, if you listen and you feel like you have someone in your life um, that could really resonate with mm-hmm. this episode or could just really get something out of this episode, please, please, please send it to them. Yes. Um, that's always the intention behind our episodes is to just help someone who right. needs it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you really liked it and resonated with you, give us, um, you know, send us a message, yeah, send Rosemary a message mm-hmm. and let us know because those are the things that, you know, make it all worthwhile. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so as always... We will see you on on the the other side. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for having me be a part of your creation because it's definitely an honor and I always love seeing the growth and how like what journey you've gone through to be here right now. Um, So for me, um, for me to be true to myself is just really take time to myself. Um, and to sit with myself and to not have external environments affect me. And I do that several ways. Um, I do that through meditation or like journaling or um, asking my pendulum and just all these things that may sound woo-woo to some people, but it's really something that I've really tapped into more um, in terms of using my intuition. Um, but it's also a struggle. Like I've, I've most of my life have been listening to the outside environment and external influences. And that's really what caused the conflict within me. Um, of what was true to myself and what was true to my own power and my own path and purpose. And so um, I believe that we all go through that so that we can recognize, you know, when we're not being true to ourselves and so that we do do the work, um, we recognize when we are true to ourselves. Yes, I love that. I feel like so many people can relate to the outside validation. That's something that Lauren and I have really been talking about lately. It's just as humans, we naturally just need that recognition, that validation, whatever it may be um, from other people. And oftentimes it's people that we really shouldn't even care about, let alone have those people determine how we feel about ourselves, you know, and something that Mm -hmm. Lauren and I have done is just learning to stay true to ourselves. And like you said, just incorporating those practices, like figuring out what works, even if it sounds woo woo, who the hell cares, because Mm -hmm. it works for you, it works, and it makes you, you know, be more just be able to express that self love within yourself and not care as much what other people think, you know, so I think that's so, so beautiful. So I really want you to kind of explain the community that you've built online um, with lots of love, you know, what is it, you know, what's the purpose? What's the intention? When did you start it? Why did you start it? Um, All the things we can't wait to, to hear what you have to say. 
Oh my gosh, that's such a long story. And like, I can go on for hours because I just love sharing. (laughs) I know, but I I love sharing the journey of Lots of Love Club because it just, it's something that came to me um, that my heart was telling me to do. Um, I quit my job. I used to be a freelance videographer before um, um, doing Lots of Love Club and the energy work that I do. Um, And just really taking that leap and not knowing where I was going to go. But at the root of it, um, I wanted to, or I started Lots of Love Club because I envisioned a world where people weren't resentful towards their exes because I'm very passionate about breakups. But through my own healing journey, I've recognized that Lots of Love Club is so much more than that. Um, And through all the shifting and healing myself and recognizing what others um, are really um, excited about too, it's just I want to create that or the community is here to be that safe space for people who are ready to wholeheartedly heal, especially their cycles of their past, um, Mm -hmm. and to to really just create stronger and healthier relationships so that we can live in a world where all of our relationships are balanced and empowered and just feel at peace. Mm, I love that. that. I like the the exes thing that you said too, Mm -hmm. because I feel like everyone has so much resentment towards Towards their ex, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I think it's cool or important to start something that your heart wants, um, but to have a reason behind it because then we're able to really like expand it and really like reach people Mm -hmm. with that reason. And then it just like develops into so much more. Um, So when did Mm -hmm. you start this? And so I started it in July, 2019. Um, And from there I was first selling t-shirts online and I was like I don't want to be known for that Um, and then that's when I got my certification as an emotion code practitioner so I started doing energy work um, through that and then I started the membership last year during COVID because I wanted to have a a space online where people can get together and learn and grow and we hosted workshops and meditations and now (laughs) it's actually funny because I I'm in the process of shutting down that membership um, because I recognize that that is not, well, that was part of the journey, but that's not part of the foundational route. Um, I mean, it's still about community. I'm definitely rooted in community, especially a community based out of um, rooted in unconditional love, but Mm -hmm. there's something bigger than that membership platform that I created because um, uh, something about me is that I get ahead of myself. So I didn't know, I didn't know how much it took to create a membership platform in terms of like the technical side and the marketing and and nurturing. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it's something that I definitely want to have again in the future. Um, But right now where I am in my stage is honoring what is best for Lots of Love Club right now and just really taking the time to nurture those who are a part of the community and hearing their feedback and what works best for them so that they can be able to grow and heal and connect with other like-minded individuals too. Yeah. I love that. Now, is it kind of a weird question? Well, not a weird question, but is it um, just a community or is it a business? Like do you uh, receive any like profit from it? Um, Or is it really just like a safe community for people to just be vulnerable and heal those um, past traumas or whatever it may be? So it is, yeah, so it is my business. Um, it's for okay, profit. Okay. But yeah. the the one of the things that I, one of the reasons why I shut down the membership is because I didn't feel aligned for people 
uh, for our members to be paying every month for events they couldn't make it to in case their like schedules didn't make it. Um, so we're still gonna, still going to have events, but they'll be free um, mm-hmm. online. Um, and then we'll be starting up in-person events in Vegas again, but those will be um, like paid per event basis. Um, but I'm also creating like a pay it forward program for the private safe space energy work. Um, so just really coming through and downloading all of those ideas to help it or have it be a place where we're all helping each other. Um, and I don't want, I, I realized that I didn't want finances to be an obstacle for people if they did really want to do the work. So really just trying to figure that out, but also learning how to have it be a sustainable business so that I can continue right. to do this work and be of service for others. I love that. And that's something that I'm kind of struggling with yeah. too. Like with the life coaching, I'm like, I got to like make profit off of this, but shit, I just want to like help, help people. people yeah. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But you got to find that balance. Mm-hmm. You really do. Because at the end of the day, you know, you do want to help those people, um, but you can't do it for free. You just right. can't. Mm-hmm. It's not good for your mental health. It's not good for your well-being. So finding that balance, um, I think is beautiful. Uh, okay, so something that Lauren and I have been really passionate about. So also, you'll realize, Lauren, me and Lauren are very different. Yeah, um, I love to talk. Be the center of attention. Lauren just kind of kinds likes to listen, to listen a little bit. But I'm like, Lauren, you need to talk. We're a team. Like this, this can't be just a one man band. Like you got to do it. So if I'm ever like, you know, you see me like, hitting that, I'm like, come on, ask it's normal. Question. <laughs> really, she was a sports reporter. I love it, and I wasn't. Yeah, she was always like that little girl that. Just kind of did whatever I did like, like, me too me too and I'm like no I need to be the center of attention so it's a little more Aww. outside her comfort zone whereas I thrive and love she loves zone. talking <laughs> I love it I love the dynamic yeah it works you it, know, it really does work um but something that Lauren and I have been you know talking about recently is just how we feel like I don't know if you can if you if you agree um is that you know, social media, I feel like it's still very toxic and has its negative tendencies. But I really do think like people, it's becoming more trendy to like be vulnerable Mm -hmm. on social media and to be raw and to be honest on social media. And that's kind of like a message behind our podcast is to, to screw the highlight reels and to, to be honest with people and help people on social media rather than trying to like make them, you know, see how great my life is. Um, with the work that you've been doing, the people you're working with, like, do you agree with that? Do you feel like you kind of see social media becoming more trendy and more people are having it be a safe space to be vulnerable and to be honest? Well, for social media, I feel like it it depends. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Holding, I recognize that, or I've learned that holding safe space is definitely something that can only happen if both people are on the same page mm-hmm. um, and if both people are willing to listen to each other. Because really holding safe space um, is something that is hard to do over online because yeah. mm-hmm. it can definitely be misunderstood, especially it's like through, through text. Right. Um, and so I've noticed myself recently shying away from Instagram, although okay. I am very vulnerable on Instagram, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't align with me to continue trying to hold safe space when they're, um, I've noticed people not really reaching out as much or, mm-hmm. or be, basically being on the same page um, as me or I'm not on the same page as them. It's always that two-way street. Okay, yeah. And so uh, I know earlier we were talking about Clubhouse, and I feel like Clubhouse is definitely the space where people are more vulnerable mm-hmm. because we have that opportunity to be present with each other and to listen to each other. 
um, and also have the opportunity to speak, um, which is something that I um, had struggled with with Instagram. It's that um, writing and writing these really long captions about my personal stories is something that I actually was always conflicted with because I wanted to edit and change. And I'm like, oh, this doesn't sound weird or this sounds weird. And yeah, just really taking myself uh, and honoring myself in those boundaries and allowing myself to not be on Instagram as much so that I can continue to focus my energy on holding that space somewhere else where someone is willing to be open and to listen and to allow me to have that safe space for them or hold that safe space for them. So um, it's been a process. <laughs> Someone who is, you know, trying to build a business online um, with vulnerability and honesty and real, whatever you want to call it, what would be your advice to that person? Cause you're saying you're kind of straying away from social media. And we ironically had a really good call the other day um, with a spiritual life coach who's doing the same thing. She's really, she doesn't feel like it's genuine and authentic telling people things on social media Mm -hmm. it feels like she's like forcing it like listen to me listen to me and a lot of people don't Mm -hmm. listen to her just like you said you feel like you're kind Mm -hmm. of struggling to getting feedback and messages from people so what would like a recommendation be to someone who's trying to get you know their the word out there Mm -hmm. for their business um but isn't really receiving the feedback that maybe they they want to be receiving Um, my big thing that I, my big mantra that I always tell myself is that we're all reflections of each other. Mm -hmm. And so allowing myself to just remember that and that, um, whoever comes into my life, whether it's business or personal, it's that they're meant to be there and they're coming to you for a reason. Mm -hmm. And so me forcing myself or feeling like I'm forcing myself or like feeling like I'm forcing the sale. I recognize I wasn't coming from a place of love because I was trying to make something happen when really it was causing that friction between the both of us or whoever it is that I was trying to attract. And so just allowing myself to go with the flow and really do whatever sparks joy. Um, And something that you do will definitely ripple out and people can feel that. And then when they feel that, they, they get drawn to you automatically. Yes. Um, the, the law of attraction is definitely something that has been popping up, up more for me. Um, and I definitely do believe that, like, we attract who we are. Mm-hmm. And so just allowing ourselves to realize whenever we do cause that conflict or forcing something in our business, it's that um, there's something there to recognize um, and, like, heal through, at least for me, I Whenever that happens for me, I recognize that there's something I need to heal through so that I can attract more people who are open to being a part of Lots of Love Club or just my life in general. Yeah. And so that's that's the one thing that really came through. I love that. I think that. I'm, I'm in a season of really honing in on things happening for me rather mm-hmm. than happening to me. Is that something that you can relate to? I think that's something that people really, really struggle to come to terms with all the girls that I work with, that I coach, that I talk to, I think a big thing is just getting down on themselves mm-hmm. and really having that victim mentality instead of being like, you know what, this is happening for me. I'm going to learn and grow from this rather than, you know, having that pity party right. and having that downward spiral of being like, why me? Why me? Oh, I definitely believe that 100% that everything happens for us, not to us, mm-hmm. because everything that happened to me led me up until this point. Mm-hmm, right. um, and it's just really allowed me to, well, because I shifted my perspective, it allowed me to grow and flourish. But I mean, I had many, many times, countless times where I was also 
saying that I was a victim. I was blaming myself. I was really just out on myself. Um, but as I mentioned, like really early on in this episode is that um, I feel like we go through those experiences to recognize or to experience the shadow side or the dark side so that we can, once we get to the light, understand that that is, that is really what we're here to do and we're here to experience and we're, what we're here to attract. Yes, I love that. So how would you say, you said that, you know, you definitely had like that victim mentality for a while. How would you say one like shifts that whole perspective one or what was that specific shift for you? Oh, no, I had a, a lot of shifts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big, well, but a really big uh, shift for me was something that happened in my, like through my family because mm-hmm. I always um, I always fought with my family. I've always felt like I was misunderstood and mm-hmm. that like I definitely went through like suicidal phase and yeah. didn't want to be here because I'm like, what's the point of being here? Yeah. Um, but now through this work that I've been doing and all the um, inner work that I've been doing, I realized that going through the really tough experiences with my family uh, really projected me to a level where I can now say that I love my family. I can feel that I love my family and experience yeah. that I love them because all that that I went through with them caused me to be here. Yeah. So yeah, right. really, really taking that shift in perspective and mm-hmm. changing the way you look at things yeah. really allows you to, uh, what was the quote? Um, the, the things, you, change the way you look at things and the things you look at will change. Yeah. Definitely is a huge uh, mantra that I I live by as well. It's so real too. Like it's one of those things that throughout this journey, when you don't experience it, you're just like, you know, shut up. Like, why are you saying that? Like, oh my God, people are so generic. They're so cliche, but it really is like the simple quotes, the simple things that mm-hmm. once you practice daily, your life truly, truly changes. And that's a season I'm in right now of changing that perspective. You know, it doesn't always have to be the way that you think it is. It doesn't always have to be the way that whatever, you know, like it really, it really can be different if you can change that mindset. And I think, especially in this generation, I think people, I think the victim mentality is a huge thing. I think people Mm -hmm. really struggle to change that perspective because they almost don't want to. They're almost like addicted to the negativity of Mm -hmm. the addicted to feeling bad for themselves. You know, Mm -hmm. I feel like even me, when I was in that space, I almost was like, almost like wanted to tell like people that I'm, that I'm in a bad place just mm-hmm. so people could feel mm-hmm. bad for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like that I wasn't getting along with my mm-hmm. mom or whoever. And it's almost like, oh, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? And now it's like, no, I don't need the sympathy. I don't need right. the pity from people. Um, and I'm glad you brought up the, the family, changing your perspective for your family because everyone I talk to, that's what it comes down to, Mm -hmm. you know, healing that inner child um, Mm -hmm. and just giving yourself grace and acceptance um, with the people you work with, the people you coach and teach, you know, I know you're really passionate about energy and releasing energy and unprocessed emotions. Um, How has that really changed your life? And how are you able to, to teach that to other people to help change theirs? Well, I really first learned about energy healing about two years ago, um, and and that's where I really catapulted myself into learning more about spirituality and energy and just really about the universe and Mm -hmm. learning all these concepts that really resonate with me today. Um, And so I'm always the type of person who loves learning, and so Mm -hmm. I experience a lot of different energy healing modalities from Reiki to sound healing to emotion code, which is what I do now as a practice, and so just really allowing myself to, um, like I mentioned earlier, do what sparks joy within me and to just keep on following that path. It it really just 
helped me realize that this is what I'm meant to do mm-hmm. um, as an um, energy healer, energy worker, and really help people shift their perspectives and become more open to what energy really is to the root, like to the very core of it. Mm-hmm. And really, we are all energy. And so that's why I'm very passionate about sharing energy work and energy healing and all the different kinds of modalities that are out there and, and really connecting people to those modalities uh, because, you know, some people might not resonate with emotion code, but they might resonate with Reiki. Mm-hmm. And so connecting those people together and bringing those people together is also something I'm really passionate about. And also why Lots of Love Club is is um, here because I definitely want it to be like some like a healing network and yeah. uh, a healing center physically in Las Vegas one day. That's the, <laughs> that's that's the goal. That's <laughs> I love that. So great for people, you know, I obviously know what emotion code is and yeah. energy healing, but in simple terms, you know, for maybe someone who's just getting on this journey, who's maybe not even on this journey, but, but is struggling to kind of, you know, understand things like how would you explain, you know, the emotion code energy healing and how has it um, shifted your, your perspective and changed your life? So Emotion Code is a modality that's founded by Dr. Bradley Nelson. Mm -hmm. And what it's really designed for is to remove trapped emotions that are stuck in the body. Um, Something I've learned through feedback from other people is that it's really removing the emotional baggage that's stuck in our body. Um, And this emotional baggage is here because, you know, we go through these heartbreaking events, these traumatic events, but these, these really intense emotional events that we tend to shut out. Yes. Um, because yeah. we grow up in an environment where we told to not show our feelings or express our emotions, but because we shut it out, I mean, energy just wants to flow. Mm-hmm. And so since Can we're stopping that energy, really yeah, sorry, I hate when I do this, but sometimes I have to, um, no, it's all good. That just kind of popped in my head and I feel like destined to share with you. So oftentimes people are like, um, you know, we're not taught or, or we ha- aren't grown up to, to express our feelings or to, um, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, do you think it's that, or do you think there's also a big role that plays in the fact that we don't know how to, when we're little and when we're young, mm-hmm. you know, more so it's not mm-hmm. almost that people are telling us not to, but it's almost that people literally don't know how right. to, even if they're told that it's okay to do it, they don't even know how to go about it. Um, yes. I mean, I agree with both, but I feel like to the core of it, I mean, we do know how to express our emotions when we're little, but the reason why we express emotions such as sadness or fear or grief is because, um, we're like an external environment has triggered us to feel, feel that way. Or like there's something that we need to heal in ourselves that has come from, um, our past, like our ancestry or through mm-hmm. our past lives that is coming up that um, just is bubbling up so that we can recognize that there's something here, there that needs to be healed. Okay. And so I do, I do agree that like sometimes we don't know how to express emotions, but also at the same time, like we're told not to, right. it's a combination. Yeah. Um, and, and it all hits us all at once, like a truck. Yeah, and right. so that's why it can be like really overwhelming too. Yeah. And that's why it's really intense is that um, also we don't know how to process it. We're not taught how to emotionally process it health yeah. in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. I just had to kind of cut into that. <laughs> oh, no, it's all good. I love that question. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's really interesting to me because it's just mm-hmm. something that I've been kind of learning about. And it's like, do we, is it because we're told not to? Or right. is it because we really don't know how to even start? Because that's something that I get a lot from people. You know, what do I even journal about? 
Um, what do I even meditate about? How do mm-hmm. I meditate? You know, some people, they, they want to do it, but they really don't know how. And I think it's beautiful the people like us that go through the trial and error and feel so much pain um, so that we can teach it to the other people. So I'm rude as hell. You can totally mm-hmm. go back to what you were saying about <laughs> energy and, and emotions. Oh, no, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, but uh, yeah, essentially emotion code is is here to get to that foundational root cause of that energy that is um actually actually it's it's good for three things well it's used for three things Mm -hmm. it's um one to ease physical discomfort Mm because when there's an energy in our body that's not supposed to be there and it's Mm -hmm. there for like tens like 10 or 20 years eventually Mm -hmm. it's going to manifest into something physical right and so that shoulder pain that you've been Mm -hmm. feeling for that suddenly came up out of nowhere for five years there's definitely some trapped emotion there's most likely some trapped emotion that's trapped in there Mm -hmm. um and and also for anything emotional like if i've worked on clients for like i mean i'm not a medical professional i can't diagnose of course um but i've helped people through their anxiousness and their um their grief and sadness um but also mental so, and recently I've been working a lot on the brain and like removing okay. trapped emotions in the yeah. brain to mm-hmm. help people with overthinking. Cause that's something that I got, went through a lot. Like oh, I, yeah. I definitely yeah. was an overthinker for mm-hmm. most of my life. And so, yeah, it's, it's just a beautiful modality. And also the, the one thing that really stuck out to me was about the heart wall. Um, cause most of us, when we get hurt, we like to build a wall around our heart so mm-hmm. that we can protect ourselves. Right. Um, and that is also made out of trapped emotions. And so, by breaking that down, you're actually allowing yourself to be more open to receive love, um, give love. And really love is just a beautiful vibration that's that's here for your highest and best intention. And it's not here to hurt you, even though that's what I used to think, that love is so painful and all that. But it's really not. It's Once you experience it, the true high vibrational emotion of love, then it's something that – like. I, I keep saying things that I just said earlier, but yeah, you had to experience that darkness to experience yeah, the light. The light. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's hard to like articulate things that have had such a life changing impact right. on our life. It's so deep. It's like, yeah, let me try and explain, explain this it. in yeah. simple terms. How the hell? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Especially when someone hasn't gone through it. You know, we just listen. It's like, oh yeah, what they're saying seems right. It seems true. But when you've gone through it, it really, really hits home. Um, and I, I completely understand and I can completely relate to that. So when I'm really passionate about this and I love that you're passionate about it. Um, and it's something that Lauren and I have realized is how un I don't know if uneducated is the word, maybe unaware is better, how unaware people are of the root problem mm. of things. You know, I was talking to this girl and she mm-hmm. said, Yeah, I'm just anxiety is a part of me. You know, it's been there since I was little. I don't like change. I don't like to be not in control. It's like why don't you like change? Why don't you like to be in control? What what happens that makes you feel that way? We don't just right. wake up one day and are scared of the world. We don't just wake up one day and are petrified mm-hmm. of change right. to the point of debilitating things are happening in our bodies. Right. So let's talk about the importance of getting to the root of things, right? And why you think some people are so unaware mm-hmm. of the importance of that. Is it fear? Is it, what is it? Because I, I, maybe you might not know the answer, but what do you think it is? Well, I just feel like it's because of the programming we've learned and because of the programming yeah. learned that we've learned is that, I mean, most like my, my family definitely never addressed the root cause. Right. Um, so I didn't learn that. Yeah, um, so I had to learn that. that 
by seeking it out and understanding it from other uh, mentors and people who who really believe in that as well. And so, I mean, I was definitely unaware for most of my life, but right. since I set that intention to find the root cause and recognizing there's something even deeper there mm-hmm. for um, the reason of why I feel like, you know, X, Y, and Z, then that really just opened up more doors for me to to find out what resonates with my soul, like, and, and what really resonates to my core. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it's, I, I guess that's what... No, I think how I see yeah, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel that's it. Beautiful explanation. Yeah. Because you're right; it's how we're programmed. It's how we're taught. Who got you know sat down as like mm-hmm. a little 15 year old and said, "Hey, just so you know, you might have anxiety in six years, and you really need to get to the root of it." No right. one's taught that. It's it's weird. It's uncomfortable. It's almost awkward in a sense. Um, and again, I think it comes down to our ancestries and how they were born, how they were raised. That wasn't a thing when our right. parents were born. You know, anxiety wasn't a thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we should all be really grateful that it's now being talked about more, that it's now be- becoming trendy, totally. like I said. Um, so I kind of want to mm-hmm. get, this actually is like a perfect leeway into an, a similar but different topic that I want to talk about, um, is the curriculum and the things that we're learning, um, you know, in middle school and right. high school. It's something that I've been passionate about. It's like, I don't, you know, to look back at the things we were taught, it's like, what the hell? But then right. you look at it and it's like, but when you were 15, 16, would, would you, you really have taken it seriously? Serious, yeah. Like mm-hmm. if someone said to you, hey, just so you know, the things mm-hmm. you've gone through may affect you. You need to get to the root of it. You need to meditate. Would you have taken it seriously? Do you feel like as like a 15, 16 year old person? I mean, probably not. Exactly. But, yeah. I mean, exactly. Right. it's something that... <laughs> It's something that, uh, yeah, when you brought it up earlier, I was just like, oh, that's something I haven't really thought about or like discussed about with anyone before. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I have read books about, you know, implementing meditation and just um, I've been reading a lot of books about finances and just real like real practical things, but also real, real, real um, like I don't want to say spiritual. That's like not a term I really resonate with as much, but just more about finding our true selves. But I mean, at the same time, the school system is like designed in a certain way. Um, And sometimes it's like, I just recognize that it is what it is, but we are here in this generation to help shift that slowly, but surely. And maybe I know one of my friends, he's a PE early, he's a teacher for, for a school and he implements meditation in his PE. And I'm like, yes, we are, we are changing the system slowly but surely um, and just doing it in our own ways that really help empower um, and are applicable to our life right now. So I think yeah, that's definitely. all it really comes down to, too, is those small practices. Right. Like, you know, you're mm-hmm. doing that, like, um, as a gym teacher to just implementing meditation, right? Because I think oftentimes um, as humans, we really want to, like, go, like you said earlier, we kind of want to, like, go above like overboard a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, like, okay, let's teach these kids meditation. Right. Let's teach them getting to the root. It's like, we can't all do that. That's they're 16 years old. It's, right. a, it's a little much, but I think if we can start by the small practices, like telling them what meditation is, I didn't even know meditation existed when I was in high school. No. Um, I didn't know. Oh, yeah, me neither. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I didn't know journaling could help me. Um, I really didn't know much of anything. I actually had to teach all of it to myself. Um, 
what would your advice be to someone who maybe isn't as emotionally intelligent as us, who maybe isn't as connected to their selves as us, um, but they want to make that change. They know they need to make their, that change, but they're struggling um, to make it. Just listen to that voice yeah. or that that little gut feeling that you mm-hmm. have. Because I um, used to be that way too. Like I was definitely blocking – I intentionally without realizing it was blocking myself from my own abilities Mm -hmm. from my own intuitive abilities to listen to my emotions Mm -hmm. to just myself overall and so just having that willing willingness and that willpower to be more connected and to be more emotional intelligent emotionally intelligent that is the first step and and once you have that intention you'll find ways how to be more emotionally intelligent and how to connect more to yourself because that's really the start Um, because when I started, I had the intention to find my purpose Mm -hmm. and five, well, I've had that question my entire life. So it can take a lot longer than you think it is going to take, but it's definitely, I feel like everything happens in divine timing and how really how it's meant to be. Um, And so really just allowing yourself to be willing Mm -hmm. and and to be intentional about it. And that's really the first step. Mm -hmm. And you said the block, like um, you were blocking for a while um, from that purpose from that passion from that intuition I think we all do that without even realizing it mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of the, the people that you work with what have you kind of seen um, it's, it's almost kind of like it happens a lot or what, what is like the biggest thing that people are blocking from receiving that like is it relationships they're staying in is it just negative self-talk like is there something in particular that really pops up a lot that you're just like wow a lot of people are struggling with this well for when I first started I was just trying to do sessions with anyone and everyone and so I was definitely doing a lot of free sessions and so through that experience I realized that if they are blocking it and they are closed um, they're just making it harder for themselves and and for me to help them do the do the work and the healing work um and so recognizing that there are people out there who aren't open and who aren't willing um and that's okay like that's that's where they are at their in their journey and that's and to honor that and to realize that about them and to just send them love because really that's all we can do Mm -hmm. um what was the question again? I kind of was just going off, and then I lost it. You can tell, yeah. The question yet? But I think she forgot what it was. <laughs> That's so funny. I do that all the time. My mind is always racing. I'm like, I literally have to pause and be like, I forget what you asked. Um, yeah. I just wanted to know if there's anything that comes up with a lot of people that you've spoken to that keeps blocking them um, from discovering their true self, whether it's relationships, they're staying in bad relationships, whether it's continuous negative self-talk. Um, I didn't know if there was something like a that, common oh, theme. A com- yeah. A common theme between the people that is really the reason why they're struggling um, to reach that potential. Um, I really think it just boils down to their mindset. Yes. And, um, and, and fear. Right. fear because it's something that's unknown. Um, and um, well, also at this Back then, I didn't really know how to explain it as concisely as I do now of like what happens after, you know, you do the healing work and you say yes to yourself um, by allowing yourself to connect connect to yourself more. And so, yeah, I just realized that, you know, like I said earlier, like just really honoring that and that some people are still going through that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, 
really just that mindset and that story that they tell themselves. Um, And, and if they ever want to be open to, to shifting and being open and doing the work, then that's something that they will realize and change on their own, Mm -hmm. their own terms. Yeah. So what's the first step that a little bit of a loaded question, um, what's the first step that, you know, you would tell them, or maybe the first step that you would even tell, you know, yourself years ago when you were struggling um, to try and shift that mindset. I know it's a practice and it, there's so many different th- impl- things that are implemented into changing the mindset. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, but what would the first step be that you try and teach people? Okay, before you do anything, you got to do this in order to be on this journey of perspective and changing the mindset and things like that. And really just be open. Okay. That's yeah. really the only thing that I can, that I can say um, because the people who I do work with now, they already are open. So I don't have to convince them. I don't right. have to like try to persuade them. Right. They're ready. They're like ready. they're down to do the healing work to get to the root cause yeah. because they, they envision something for them that's so much more bigger than what, like what they are now and how they are now. Mm-hmm. And so just having, yeah, just, just learning from all those other experiences, you know, when I work with people who are blocking it and who are closed off, it's just allowing myself to only surround myself with that energy of people who are willing and, and open. And um, if you feel like this, you know, this whole conversation has been resonating with you, mm-hmm. then you are, you're somebody that I envision as like, your door is slightly open yeah. and you're peeking through. Yeah. And that you're just that mindset, that, that mindset and that story that you have, now you can either decide whether you want to step through or you want to just close that door again. Mm-hmm. And so it's always a choice. And that's why I'm all about empowerment, too, is that empowering you to know that you have a choice to to change your life and change your future and just change who who you are now if you don't feel like you're happy or satisfied or you just feel like something is off mm-hmm. with yourself right now. Mm-hmm. And But also at the same time, it's perfectly okay with whatever you're going through because that's all part of your journey and that's what you're supposed to go through on your path to bigger and better things and higher, more higher vibrations of love, (laughs) love and abundance. I I feel like whenever I ask these questions, it's like there could be so many answers and it's it's hard to pinpoint just one answer. But how were you personally able to – I'm sure there's so many. I feel almost – silly and stupid asking this question but I do want to know the answer um how do you feel like you personally um were able to get to this place of just like letting things be and accepting things for what they are and not only accepting them but learning you know from the bad and and just telling you know telling that story like you just talked about um in your head and having it be a good one and and telling yourself things that are good because I still struggle sometimes um, to really sit in that acceptance mm-hmm. and to to tell to understand and to accept mm-hmm. that things are happening for me. I've definitely done much better, and I think I really am in a place of it being consistent, like a consistent thought. It's a mindset. I think it's becoming my mindset. Um, but long story short, or long question short, um, how are you able to finally get to the point where you know the story that you tell yourself is more often a good one than a bad? Well, the big well, well. First of all, it's taken years, and it still is still is ongoing. Yeah. Healing is never ending journey. No. Um, and but the really big thing that I tell myself or I ask myself whenever it is, where whenever I do struggle or whenever I find myself just having that conflict with myself, is that what lesson am I learning? Because mm-hmm. these experiences that we go through, I believe, is here to 
always teach us a lesson mm-hmm. um, so that we can return back to our loving selves, our, our just being of high vibration and our being of love because really we're all here to help each other and also going back to we are all reflections of ourselves. If somebody does trigger me, I recognize, okay, what part of them that I got triggered by is something that I need to focus on in myself mm-hmm. and, and face in myself. Oh, and I didn't realize that it's a lot of work. <laughs> like, yeah, I well, I mean, back then. <laughs> yeah. um, and also, I, I mean, hearing that it's also something that's very brave and courageous mm-hmm. to do, um, to, to really face those dark parts of yourself. Because, yeah. I mean, they're the dark parts of yourself. Yeah. Nobody wants to be in that darkness. Right. But really just embracing both sides, the dark and the light, because that encompasses you. And that would, that is what makes you, you. Um, but, um, uh, just, yeah, just allowing myself to learn the lessons, um, and stepping, stepping back from it to see a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And it, I definitely didn't do it alone. Um, I've read books, I've, I've done healing sessions with other people. Like I, I receive healing sessions from other people. Um, I'm always giving it, I, but I need yeah. to receive <laughs> it back mm-hmm. as well. Um, sorry, I just hit my water bottle, but I also need to receive it back. I'm glad that you just said that. Yeah, because it's definitely it's a two way like a totally. giving and receiving yeah. is um is always a back and forth um, energy exchange. Yes, uh-huh. and I think oftentimes when we're in the practice of coaching and helping, um, it's almost like no, I need to know the answer so I can teach it to people. I can't ask for help, or right. you know, it, that's like doing a disservice to myself. Why should I ask for help? I should know all the answers. Right. Um, and I'm glad you called them the dark places of yourself. I've been trying to um, switch the word flaws and not use that word. Um, and instead find another word. So I think the dark places of us, right, it. the not so beautiful parts of us, um, I think is important to to kind of reflect on it in that way instead of something that we don't like about ourselves, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I'm glad you brought that up because I, I really do think the hardest part of this journey for me personal um, personally is discovering the things that I don't really, uh, that, you know, the dark places of myself and the things that aren't, don't make me the best version of myself. Because I think humanly, we just, we hold ourselves to pedestals sometimes. And if someone kind of questions Mm -hmm. that, we get defensive. And then it's like, well, you shouldn't be getting that defensive. Mm -hmm. Clearly you have an issue with that thought within yourself. Let's kind of get to the root of it. That's something that I've been struggling within my mm-hmm. relationship, you know, him mm-hmm. saying something, questioning something, and I'm getting so overly defensive. Okay, clearly, I question that within myself, I shouldn't be getting this defensive. Right. So let's get to the root of it, right? I think that's a really important practice. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm really glad that you brought that up. You know, talking about the relationships and being reflect, we're a reflection of our relationship. Um, do you believe that the qual and I feel like I already know your answer to this question, but the quality um, of our <laughs> relationships are the quality of our life. Well, I definitely feel like the people who we surround ourselves with intentionally yeah. really yeah. Um, allows us to either raise our vibration or lower our vibration. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, if you surround yourself with people who empower you and who really challenge you, but well, people who challenge you but empower you instead of like putting you down, right, yeah. that will definitely change your quality of life. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you surround yourself with people 
where you're challenged and they just keep on pushing you down, then that's going to definitely affect your quality of life more negatively. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, boundaries has been a big thing that has been coming up for me lately and with the people I've been working with. And so just recognizing that um, for me, what resonates for me is that there's two types of boundaries. There's one that's created out of fear and one that's created out of love. Mm -hmm. And so recognizing how your boundaries are created Um, Either you're pushing people away because you're scared or if you're not being with people because you recognize that there's something within yourself that you need to honor and to focus on. And then you can, you know, align with them whenever, whenever you both are on the same page and essentially meeting them where they're at. Um, And so, yeah. (laughs) How do you fuel your body and your mind? You know, is there like um, anything like whether it's surrounding yourself with good relationships, writing, journaling, you know, eating well, um, what helps you kind of feel like your best self on a spiritual level, but also a physical level, like whatever works. Yeah. I mean, there, I feel like they're all definitely just interconnected and through my, through my spiritual journey, that's when I actually became a vegetarian. Um, I still eat eggs. Um, So (laughs) I love eggs. Um, But that was definitely something that was a big shift for my physical body and then implementing yoga um, and I, I love to go hiking, just being out in nature. That really has something that helps me stay grounded and connected with myself. And um, it, for me, it always shifts and changes. Um, I mean, I can honestly say I don't have like a strict morning ritual, yeah. but sometimes I feel like doing yoga. Sometimes I feel like meditating. Sometimes I feel like um, hiking. Yeah. So it just really depends on the day and how I feel that day because being more present in my body has something that has been a big um, intention for me yeah, over mm-hmm. these past couple of days or days, years. <laughs> <laughs> also the past couple of days. <laughs> um, but yeah, just really being more present with myself and being more aware of myself of um, how I can be more in tune with my mind, body, soul, yeah, and heart. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause like you said, it is all um, interconnected, right? Lauren, do you have anything mm-hmm. to add? No, not that I can think of. Oh, either. come on, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm listening. I'm taking it all in. Okay, well, you're the interviewer, so you need to speak. <laughs> um, before we let you go, I just want to ask you, um, what is a piece of advice that, you know, you would give to someone that, you know, maybe is allowing those limited beliefs, those insecurities um, to block their pathway to living out their purpose, their passion, to living out their highest vibration, um, whatever you want to call it, what would a piece of advice that you would give them? Um, just be gentle with yourself yeah, <laughs> and be more compassionate to yourself because, um, it, yeah, it is really crappy and it feels really crappy in the moment. <laughs> so just taking that also as a challenge to to be more gentle with yourself and to not be so hard on yourself because it is happening for you and not to you. And there's definitely um, something bigger out there for you. It's just that in the moment you're in the messy middle, although we're always, I feel like we're always in the messy middle, Um, (laughs) but yeah, just being compassionate to yourself and allowing yourself to reach out to those that resonate and resonate with your heart. Um, whether it's like somebody you met, you, you know, you resonate with on Instagram, but you never talk to them, definitely like reach out to them because we're all here to help each other. Um, and, and also that's way, one way to like tap into your intuition more is to just go 
talk to somebody or reach out to somebody you feel like is here for your highest and best intention. Mm-hmm. Um, because, uh, I mean, I've learned that some people are not here for your highest and best intention. Right. And so, uh, yeah, recognizing that. And, uh, yeah, it's I pretty much. That. Oh, I love pretty that. Pretty much all I got. Yeah. <laughs> this is what my soul needed. Oh, this was so good. I loved hearing what you had to say. Mm-hmm. I feel like it can really resonate with so many people mm-hmm. and just make them think. That's always the intention with our podcast is just to not necessarily listen to this and be like, oh my God, my life has changed, but listen to it and just get them thinking Mm -hmm. and make them do whatever it is that they, that first step, whatever that first step is, um, to just reach Mm -hmm. your highest self. Um, and I think your work is beautiful. I have one thing, one more thing to say is that something that I also do is that like I hold my hands to my heart and I really just say thank you to the thank you to my body and and my mind, my soul, like for just being here in this present moment. And that also helps me return back to myself and Mm -hmm. not be stuck in my thoughts Mm -hmm. or just be caught up in my feelings, Mm -hmm. which is really taking the time to acknowledge yourself and say thank you. 